Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. If I worked at a butcher, I, to me it's like you'd be, you'd you know, to me it's like Rocky. We all seen Rocky, right? Yeah. Okay. He worked. He worked at the butcher place, right? He You're came home. With, he came home with steaks every night. Paulie, he did. Paulie's brother, right? Or what? Or what the hell? Is no, that, was he that was, was uh, Paulie's Adrian's brother. Correct. Oh, so his name was it was Paulie. Paulie yeah. was the guy who worked at the butcher. Every night right. he came home with a couple steaks. But but so throughout me, that that Rocky franchise, I'm pretty sure Paulie is is a bit of a thief. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, but I understand. I mean, what yeah, you're Paulie's saying, a bad dude. But yeah. I just always assume from watching that movie that if you worked at a butcher, like every night you could come home with some steaks. I don't know if it's every night. I'm but sure it, every once in a while they. they you, but not you get that every night. <laughs> I mean, they hand you. Every, you know what, Miles? There's a way to stay innocent. That's to truly believe you're not committing a crime. Right. Once again, yeah. you get this job. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Miles's restaurant. <laughs> if you didn't know, all of our food, all of it, every bite you take, mm-hmm. stolen. Okay, look, Rocky breaks the ribs, right? Sure. Punching the meat that's hanging off the hooks. I can't sell broken ribs. All those beef ribs are coming home with me. As soon as we cut into that cow, I'm taking all those ribs. So if you're a butcher, you're going to hire a boxer to walk into your your place every once in a while, tell him which slices of meat you need to beat the piss out of. Yeah, well, you can beat the ribs. You know what I mean? I don't think you can break anything else. But in that instance... So Rocky's returned you onto this. I just figured you could Everyone bring else me is home. like Rocky. Say, look, this theory is look, locked. Look, Rocky is this tear-jerking movie about a man who rises from the ashes to almost, almost are, become world champion. Right? If you are a Gonna butcher. Gonna fly now. Ran to the top of the stairs, jumped around. What does Miles get out of this? You know where you can get free meat. Yeah. If you're a butcher. I'm to say also, the funny thing is, Miles, is like, if you go out with you, you're one of the more generous people I know. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine you stealing anything from a right. bar or restaurant. So, but look, if you. But if, from, the, from, the, from the plant? Oh, it's starting. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're a butcher, uh, just call the show and let us know if you don't take meat home every night. Every night. Every night. Because look, man, even at the. Wait, are if, you asking them, are they stealing look, it or. Is it okay, okay, uh, right. okay. that you take? Because you might take okay. meat home every night. I don't know that that's always awesome. Okay, but Ted, you know for a fact, even at a grocery store, they I, have that meat that says, don't wait a minute when you get home to cook this. <laughs> uh, it's a manager special. It's a manager special. I enjoy it. I'm the manager of the meat section. As soon as you get home. We know that can't stay out tomorrow, right? All right. I'm taking that home. I think that's carte blanche. The rainbow meat. Yeah, well, it's yeah. almost rainbow meat, but I'm saying, like, look, you're throwing that out that uh, night. Throw right? that out, you know, it has flavor. <laughs> but it you, does you have go flavor. home right away, and you that and flavor you, is botulism. Yeah, and you and you cook that. You know what I mean? You're taking it home that night to eat. You got a steak, right? I, I mean, in theory, doesn't that sound right? I mean, but I, you're the butcher. I would yeah. think that you are less likely 
to have expiring rainbow meat than the grocery okay, store. Okay, I got a big slab of New York's, right? <laughs> I got a big slab of New York's, all right? A whole slab, I'm going to cut them, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe I cut like three-fourths of an inch instead of an inch. You know, like when Subway got busted for selling like 10-inch subs, right. they're supposed to be 12. So as I they were 11 this, inches, my I list. might be able to get like two, two wonderful Did filets. you hear what you just said when what? Subway got... Busted right. for selling eleven inch rolls. But Miles, but you, no, you gotta think about it this way. Like, you're still stealing. Like, I've worked at a bar, right? And after your shift, you have a couple beers. Maybe you have some free food. But I couldn't walk out of the bar every night with a couple bottles of liquor. No, <laughs> no. There is, no, know, price points too high. That's how they make their money. You can't do that. I'm just saying, I'm spitballing. Look, I'm not against any of this. I'm just saying you go to jail. I'm not going to jail because I bring a steak home every night. Every night. Yeah. <laughs> Every night. Yeah. Yeah, you are. yeah, you are. Oh, come on. That's the whole point of being a butcher, isn't it? Or maybe it's just chicken legs at night. I don't know. Maybe you're in the mood for- What are you guys upset about? It's chicken legs. I mean, come on. Are you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> what did you acquire or steal from a previous employer or relationship? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Jason. Welcome to the men's room. Telling you, it's okay. Hello, Jason. Jason. Hola. Hola. How are you guys? We're doing great, Jason. Thanks, man. We're getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Hey, so about 15 years ago, uh, I was going to college at the Art Institute of Seattle, and I worked in the uh, student store, and uh, I kind of became a compulsive stealer there, <laughs> I guess. Oh, and, we just call that a crook, mm-hmm. but please continue. Man, like any time... Uh, I had a friend who would come up and want to buy some uh, something expensive. I would just kind of neglect to, to ring them up and get things for free. I stole a lot of pairs of those uh, Sony MDR 7506 headphones and reel-to-reels because I was in the, Damn. In the audio program. Um, man, stole. How long ago like, was uh, this? So 15 years ago. I worked there for two and a half years, and they no one ever ever said anything ever found out i'll be damn okay so what other kind of audio equipment did you uh snatch from there uh reel to reels headphones were mainly what they carried there did you have a reel to reel player i did that is amazing do you still have that thing i still have it i still have it you know what it's not gonna it's you not gotta gonna, keep it yeah it's it's it, it probably will still work and work exactly yeah. how it did then which is always yeah. iffy at best. Anyway. Yeah, but still. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come clean right here. Oh. After every night um, at Till Count, I would steal a roll of quarters and go buy beer with it. <laughs> <laughs> What's a roll of quarters? Ten bucks? What's a roll of quarters? Twenty, 20 bucks. Twenty bucks? Twenty? Bank roll of quarters. That seems a little suspicious, though, when you're bringing in a bankroll of quarters every night to buy beer. Though. Every night. I'm just, I'm just well, walking home with a steak. I don't know. Because, look, people selling beer, they don't care. When we first started working together, we had no money at all. Mm-hmm. And all we would do is pull our change, go to this same woman at this same liquor store, and then just dump a dump bunch change. of coins, right? Yeah. And then and we'd get two forties and Mickey's. Right. Oh, 10 bucks. Okay. So if we rolled in every day with a roll of quarters, she's not going to ask questions. We knew that about her because we stunk all the time. We looked bad. We only yeah, we had just change. Dumped change on the counter. If we came in all prepared, like, oh, we rolled them this time. It would look like we're being convenient for yeah. Was that that little deli? Yeah, yeah. Miller's. <laughs> That's know. the best part. It wasn't like a quarter store. Yeah. It was like an actual deli. Yeah. I think it was decent. Yeah, you could go Miller's. It was a nice deli, but they sold like 40s. So we'd oh, roll yeah, in. And liquor. And all these old couples are in there eating. And a very good deli, but we couldn't afford to eat there. But we'd go in and 
and buy malt liquor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At a Jewish deli. Yeah. <laughs> How else would you buy it in Baltimore? <laughs> right. <laughs> Steal it. They had it. They had it. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, there he is. Live from this basement oh, I- studio dungeon, the one and only Ryan Castle joining us for Sit and Spin. I am uh, still, since uh, mid-March of 2020, subterranean. You are down there, man. You've been living in the basement. And you look very That's fallish it. today. You have a plaid shirt on. You look like you're ready you. for uh, some soup and, uh, you know, just kicking back <laughs> you and watching. So I- I'm not going to complain about the nice weather we're having today, but I will tell you that uh, Ted Smith and I had a conversation about turkey chili last week, and I brought my ass home and made turkey chili, and it was awesome. Those are great. Castle, I made turkey chili on Saturday myself. Yeah, he I think said you he, and I need to have a chili off, my friend. He said he crapped the whole afternoon in the bathroom. <laughs> right. yeah, that's why I missed uh, part of the first quarter. I had three different types of beans in my chili. <laughs> what kind of beans did you put in there? Uh, two, well, I had three the jars of beans. You, you got me, Miles. I had two things of chili beans and one thing of kidney beans. Well, that sounds good. Jeez. Yeah, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a toilet. I would just eat that on the toilet. What uh, would you put in your chili there, Castle? Uh, well, let me see. I had to. I, I did uh, dried beans, dried kidney beans, uh, with with the full on soak. Uh, you get some uh, red pepper in there, onions, of course, garlic, uh, turkey, uh, cumin, chili powder. You know all the regular all stuff. Oh, good stuff. I can't make it spicy though because my wife can't eat spicy food, as you know. Like here's how. Here's how delicate my wife's palate is when it comes to spicy food. Pepper is spicy. Right? <laughs> okay. Oh no. So oh like, no. You can't, you can't cook. You can't cook with pepper, so the spice has to come later. I always joke with her, like she says stuff like, "Did you cook this in hot water? It's so spicy." Well, look, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to bring up your wife too much here, but I'm going to because uh, we okay. so far uh, the it last applies. two weeks it applies. We've done Mister. Yeah. Uh, we have done yeah. Misses and Miss songs yeah. as well, and now we move on to Doctor. And one thing that I think yeah. that. It, that is in, prefixes. Yeah, that is inherently true about uh, doctors that I know, no matter if I knew them from childhood or they were uh, my doctor growing up or whatever. But something happens to you once you get your doctorate. It's almost like you become a different person. You, know like, I mean? you can't eat spice. You're not on a level of the regular person. <laughs> like that, that title just immediately goes straight to your head and you are better than everybody. And I'm not saying that because your wife is a doctor. I'm just saying. We already know she's better than you. Yeah, she was exactly. better than you long <laughs> but, before but, she but got did, a PhD. But did you I mean, notice look, this? That, that bar is low, though. We all know <laughs> did, you, did you notice the transformation when she got her doctorate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she went from the fun governor to uh, the, the fun czar, I think. <laughs> now, did you, now when, you get mail, when you get mailed to your house, does it say uh, Dr. Castle? No, and I'll tell you what, like, she doesn't use it nearly as much as I would. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. Rarely does she do. Like, you know, she'll sit on panels and stuff, and it'll just be her name. I'm like, why don't you have the doctor on mm-hmm. there? Like, you know, what was the whole point of going to school for 10 years yeah. if you're not going to use the doctor? So, like, when I book a stuff, if I check us into hotels or I book our airline tickets or something, <laughs> right. I always put it in there. because Oh, no, God, yeah. Also, 
it's super cool because then people find out and they do stuff like pull up their shirt and go, hey, does this look infected? <laughs> yeah, right, sure. <laughs> you know, even though, you know, she got her PhD from the School of Aquatics and Fishery <laughs> Sciences and she's not even that kind of doctor. My, but I, I, you know, I encourage it. My buddy, my buddy growing up, man, I'll never forget this. Uh, I, we, I just asked him if we were going to do it. We were going to do something. I was like, Mr. Starcher, is it OK if uh, if Brian spends a night or whatever I threw out there? And he's like, it's Dr. Starcher. Oh, and I was like, oh, man. Oh, sorry, brother. Sorry. My uncle does that. My uncle's a botanist. <laughs> and my mom was pissed at him. She said, Dr. Hill, doc- he can't cure a goddamn cold. Yeah. Dentists get made hey, fun of for putting doctor in front of their name. Like, all you do is fix teeth. You're not a doctor. I didn't go to 10 years of evil school to be called Mr. Right. <laughs> but we moved on to uh, to doctor on uh, Sit and Spin. Yeah. So today we've got 10 songs about Dr. Such and Such. Who is that? Uh, that's Little Feet. And I came to the conclusion today while putting together this list, uh, doctor is a euphemism for drug dealer in uh, the world. <laughs> oh, Island. really? Wow. That song sounds yeah. like it comes case- with a glass of cheap, warm whiskey. I was going to say, I think your penis smells like whiskey after a night with <laughs> yeah. that person. We definitely have. <laughs> Cigarettes. That's not how that works. <laughs> what doctor. kind of doctor are you? The one that smokes Paul Malls. <laughs> These are 10 songs about doctor such and such on Sit and Spin. Nine, number nine. If your surgeon sounded like this, you'd walk out. <laughs> You're operating on me? <laughs> I'm going to make an incision. Mm-hmm. I've made the decision to make an incision. You've I mean, just smoking weed. Cranium, my friend. <laughs> right, like smoking weed doesn't give you a green thumb. You'd have to grow it. Right. Dr. Green. These are 10 songs about Dr. Such and Such on Sin's Fit. number eight. I guess uh, COVID cut off that uh, Thompson twin reunion we were all <laughs> hoping would come through. Yeah, I mean, put it on the list of letdowns for 2020, man. Jeez, Wes, can't even get that one live yeah. anymore. Ten songs about Dr. Such and Such on Sit and Spin. Seven, number seven. I don't know what's happening right now. Ted, we're looking at you. <laughs> Is I'm this the chipmunks? <laughs> Uh, it's Alvin and the Chipmunks. Show some oh, that is Alvin. Okay. For a minute, I thought it was like the Jackson 5 the song uh, we never classic. heard. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla. What, what is this song about now? Uh, the Witch Doctor. Ah, uh, The Witch Doctor, yes. Seriously, from Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yes, sir. Turn yeah. that up. Might be the best one we've heard so far. Somehow, somehow I think this is like the like the, the 90s remix of it. So I'm hearing a lot of go, go, go. How's this not number one? Was this from the film? <laughs> <laughs> These are 10 songs about Dr. Such and Such on Sit and Spin. Sit number six. Who's the band? UFO. UFO. Oh, oh, okay. All right. For a minute, I thought it kind of had like a Thin Lizzy vibe to it. I was like, That's man. what I thought at yeah. first. But I'm like, that like, no, is not Phil. Mm-hmm. That's UFO. Ted talks about Dr. Such and Such on Sin Spin. Five. Number five. You better call me a doctor. Be the 
I've known David Lee Roth's not supposed to be funny. I cannot laugh, or not laugh when I hear him, dude. I don't know why. Is he talking about, is this sex? Is this drugs? This is the voice of a hot mess. You know what I mean? Oh, baby. I can hardly walk. My third leg. (laughs) Now he's just bragging. Did you do do drugs in a bathroom stall with David Lee Roth once, Miles? I believe that was a true story. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, let's go back in there. I got something. All right, Dave. Sure. <laughs> so, Miles, I uh, fell down a wormhole of vintage Kiss contra clips. How did I not know they were cheesy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, I'm just looking at this like, this is unbelievable. Is there a doctor in the house? But do yourself a favor. Just watch any live uh, contra clip of Kiss. Just Paul Stanley between the songs. That oh, you, yeah. Entertainment for hours. These are I don't ten know what's songs. What's going on in Seattle? It's coma today, but it burns when I pee. I think I need to see Jesus. <laughs> for your love gun. <laughs> I that, that was always my favorite. <laughs> I don't know how you got in, but I came in through the back door and I brought my gun in here. <laughs> I can't even get that high. <laughs> ten songs about Doctor Seth inside. Here's a fun story for you, Ryan Castle. One morning I come in, I'm working a morning show. I have to interview Robert Palmer. The night before I did acid at a Grateful Dead show, I'm tripping my balls off, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still on the air. And Robert's on hold before we go on live. And I'm like, hey, man, I got to tell you, if I'm a little dazed, I did acid last night. I said, I still think I'm tripping. He's like, where did you go? And I was like, to the Grateful Dead. He's like, oh, mate. That sounds like the greatest night ever. <laughs> Tell me more. And I was like, well, Steve Winwood opened up. He's like, oh, Steve Winwood's my buddy. He starts going into all these. I'm like, can you hold off for one second? We're not on the air yet. I right. hear all these songs. I'm like, but we can't Save talk this. about the fact that I think I'm still tripping right. on ass. He's like, okay. It's great. It's like, I love this guy, man. He was interviewing me. He was interviewing me. I was like, yeah, wait. Dude, Is that there, wasn't uh, Robert Palmer. That was your mom. She's worried about you. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Ten songs about Dr. Such and Such on City Spin. Number two. You want to talk about our uh, text chain? <laughs> <laughs> Let that go. The new steakhouse grills, grills, grills. Tri-tips, chicken strips. We got the cooks that grill. Home sweet home fries. My cough is cold. And I think we've come full circle with uh, doctors being drug dealers here. On ribs, the- ribs, ribs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tommy, look at those ribs. <laughs> woo, 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 man. That's surprise with the mild side. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These are ten songs about Dr. Such and Such on Six and One, number one. Like a surgeon. 
nice work there. <laughs> ah, Cassie, you killed it. Thank you so much. There you go with Sit and Spin. You are listening to The Men's Room. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to The Men's Room on The Men's Room Radio Network. Whether a good thing or a bad thing, what did you get or inherit from your parents? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Mike. Welcome to The Men's Room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Hey, guys. So, uh, really love the show. First time caller. Uh, but I have sent you cookies before because I'm the Nabisco baker. Oh, oh all right. right. Thanks for the cookies, Mike. My pleasure. And the crackers. I was billions. Yeah, the Ritz crackers. <laughs> we just had some yesterday with a delicious crab dip. So, thank you again. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah, the ones so without buy, seasoning uh, suck, by the way. They were terrible. What in the hell's yeah. going on? What with are so they it's, thinking? It's, it's all the butter spray, right? It's all the butter dust on the Ritz? Yeah, yeah. The Ritz cracker without the butter is absolutely inedible. It doesn't it's even terrible. taste like a cracker. I mean, it blew my mind, man. Maybe that's what they spray on those pretzels. Yeah. Right. Same kind of butter dust. All right, so what did you butter, inherit? Butter dust. Butter uh, dust. My old man... Still retains possession of this, but I'm picking it up uh, actually uh, to day after tomorrow when I go see him because he lives in Santa Rosa and the city keeps burning down. Yes, but that's a problem. Me, yeah, it's been an issue. Uh, he's given me a narwhal tusk, which he was uh, a 20-some, 20 22-year-old lieutenant sent to Greenland in 1967 and traded an Eskimo, the proverbial two cartons of smokes and some beads. But uh, he came away with a narwhal tusk. Uh, How big is it? It was in my house growing up. Uh, he also came home with a ship's bell, which goes to my little brother. Uh, which the story he still cannot tell us because it would. Be is is the nor is that is that whale the whale with the single tusk yeah. that's kind of spiraled yes. in the front? How long is the yes. tusk? Uh, the tusk was about six feet long when Jesus. I was a child. It is now about five feet long after. 50 years of getting... Oh, sure. And, 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 you, and you, you can legally possess this thing, I guess. Mike, are you there? And he's gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, isn't there a place in town that has a giant whale penis someplace like Ivers? Or it wasn't... Isn't yeah, I, there's I'm a place to, somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> I mean, if it's not Ivers, sorry, but I thought it was like the one on South Lake Union. Well, why is it always okay to show like an animal penis, right? You can go into well, that's, that's what a pixie stick An is, old right? restaurant, right? Uh, a door kick, right? pixel stick or whatever. But, oh, this is a horse penis, right? But if you mounted a human penis, that's obscene. Here's this little flaccid three-inch human penis. There's a six-foot whale penis, and that's cool. Yeah. Right, but in other parts of the world, there's penises all over. There's parks full of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've been to a penis park? You... No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm pretty penises. sure this. It. <laughs> I don't want to guess the wrong area, but it's like there's like a day of celebration. Oh, yeah. Well, the there's pe- one in Japan for sure. All right. So, right. Yeah, they have a festival. I mean, there's like a day. Right. You know, you right, just walk park, into the bar. The park's there at 364. And then the other thing is like... <laughs> If you like all of these well, great sculptures, Ted, Ted's right. Penis from, doesn't have a lot uh, going on for it, as far as it like. Does. There's breast cancer awareness day. Oh no, nobody cares. There's about all that. kinds of other stuff out there. Nothing for the penis. Well, Michelangelo, he's been flashing his for years. That's what I'm saying, man. When we were in Italy, you know, it's all mm-hmm. these beautiful marble sculptures. The David, the David, right. yeah, right. Not Michelangelo. Right. And all you look at is penis, and it can be a little boy, it can be an old man. Right. One thing they have in common: 
Their D is out. I mean, and they wear clothes yeah. every Like, he's wearing something on his shoulders. I'm like, every day why is, is he not covering his every penis? Every day is a day. You know what today is, right, everybody? Well, are, we all, are we all caught up yet on it? what every day of the uh, year is? Today's coffee day. National coffee day. All right. That's correct. We should know, know that. Because we live in Seattle. It's national coffee day. All right. Every day is national coffee day in Seattle. This is a Tuesday, so to speak, right. to put the joke on it. But nothing about penis. A penis day? Yeah. Like what you day a, would you make? Like you get a, you have a penis, you go to McDonald's, you get a free Big Mac. <laughs> you got a penis, you get a Big Mac. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a penis, I want the free Big Mac. Mike, is there a national day for it? What I have here is the first Sunday of April every year in Japan is essentially National Penis Day. Okay. So why don't we make it the same here? They celebrate with uh, parades of large phalluses all around the city. And the, yeah, the, is there a park? It's a pickle park. <laughs> I've heard of a park yeah. in like South Korea or something like that. Right, I, I think that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think it's just what is here. it with this park? Well, it's just like they. Man, it's is it the one I'm day? I'm not making a joke, okay. but I'm saying like it's more celebrated or honored mm. and this and that. And so there's a park that just has a bunch of sculptures of penises. Yeah. I told you about huh. the alley of penises in Fremont. Which, oh, that's uh, right. Which the architect put in there to give a big F you to the city of Seattle because they uh, kind of cut his uh, art uh, project a little bit down. So he decided it takes a to, minute, to, but Miles goes, yeah. man, just follow me, right? And we're walking. It's covered in ivy. It's like, what do you still, see? Then it's kind of like, that looks like a D. It's oh, a, my God, there's Ds everywhere. Yeah, man. it's a wall of penises. Oh, it's uh, oh, I can't, look at that thing. Hassendang Park. Is that a bird on top of that thing? What is that? <laughs> there is actually a bird has landed on top of the penis. What a great spot, huh? What have you on top of this thing? Well, it's, it's like right. I tell everybody when I'm having a few beers. I bring receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. And now, everyone's favorite daytime game show, where one person could lose $325,000 and their job or win and walk away with nothing. It's time for Ted versus the FCC. Oh, man, man, man. Long day yesterday, all together. We got it done, though. We came up with some unbelievable tongue twisters late last night for Ted versus the FCC. You're not going to believe this, Steve. What's that? We got an email from a listener. Are you kidding me? We have a listener oh. submitted Ted versus the FCC. Well, if we had known, we wouldn't have stayed up no, so I, late I working agree. so hard. And you know we say listener comes first. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> so, this one comes our way uh, from Kevin. And Kevin says he Kevin. altered this from uh, the beloved Fox in Socks. And also adds, uh, good luck, Ted. And this week's uh, Ted versus the FCC goes something like this. Three free fleas flocked. While these fleas flocked, Freezy Breeze blew ships. Freezy Breeze made these three ships shops freeze. The way we play Ted versus the FCC is you need to read that one time through, then three times fast. All right. Three free fleas flocked. While these fleas flocked, Freezy Breeze blew ships. Freezy Breeze made these three ships, shops, freeze. Three times fast. Three free fleas flocked. While these fleas flocked, Freezy Breezy blew ships. Freezy Breezy made these three ships, shop, freeze. One. Three free fleas flocked. While these fleas flocked, Freezy Breezy blew ships. Freezy Breezy Breezy made these three ship, shops, freeze. Two. Three freeze fleas flocked. While these three fleas flocked, Freezy Breezy blew ships. Freezy Breezy made these three ships shop freeze. That's a win! That is a win! Yeah! So close! That is a win!
definitely back in the win column. We might be even on the air. I'm not sure, but I think we're pretty close on Ted versus the FCC. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the Radio.com app. Mike, you're uh, you're thinking about getting married there for a little while. Do you think that you would uh, pulling it over? Yeah. Would you think you would be a good husband? Like, what, what are I your... feel like I would. Yeah. Okay. Do you help around the house? I do. Well, yeah. That uh, does not. Do you walk sound. the dog? Sometimes. Do you walk the dog? I do. Okay. What else? You, do you know do? the typical guy duties. Right. Like, if you get a dog, it is your dog. Vacuum tomorrow. the floors, clean up the litter box, take the trash out, do what I'm told. <laughs> do you make chili? <laughs> I'll do the laundry. I make the chili. Okay. Yeah, good. I do. Good. Good. That's, a, that's a, I think that's a guy's thing to do. Yeah. Because you're dealing with canned beans, and it just seems so unsexy for a woman to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Cam. I'm just saying. But I'm it heating. is. I'm with you. But I'm heating them up in a very special Chili's way. Chili's man job. I will say, I made some this weekend, but I specifically cut up all my onions and peppers separately. Uh-huh. You could buy a freeze-dried mix and like disappoint yeah, you her. Can. You could also just take a can of salsa that's already got them chopped up and just throw it all in there. I know how to make the fire in the uh, in the fireplace. You have so, a real fireplace. I do have a real fireplace. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you have a wood? Yes. All right. <laughs> just like you live in an apartment complex. I didn't know how readily available it would be. I mean, usually we go with the Duraflame log, but I can also put an actual fire together. Duraflame log, though. It's like you're chemicalizing your entire place. Pretty much. And it's you literally just light the piece of paper on fire. And that but it's easy. Up. But I can actually start an actual fire within the fireplace Ooh, as well. If you want to be romantic, it's getting that time of year. Are you a TP or log uh, log cabin guy when you build a fire outside? Neither, Ted. I'm a, I'm a lean-to guy. See, what you do is you put mm-hmm. the big log there on the side, and then you put the kindling leaned up against it. You put some uh, fire starter there underneath it, whether it's paper, whether it's even smaller kindling, you light that underneath, it fires up on the kindling that's leaning on the big log. The entire time, it's just heating up that big log there on the side. Big log knowledge. Yeah. Big Spoken like knowledge. a true Eagle Scout. Reason. He's <laughs> got that big log energy. Reason why we asked, are you uh, a good husband or wife material? Uh, there's an old test that's making the rounds, and it's from 1939. Uh, and it's supposed to tell if you are being a good husband or wife, but most of the tips don't translate now very well. But guys had it a lot easier back then. You don't say. Women, not so much. Here are some of the signs that you are a good husband. According to the test in 1939, you're nice to her friends. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. You remember the anniversary date? Of course. Got it right here. Okay. Is it the date when you first went on a date? No. Or it, could not tell you. It's got to be the marriage date, right? Because I could yeah, look, that's ladies, the anniversary. Once you get married, you can't hold mm-hmm. that, hey, this is our the anniversary of us first going out crap anymore. Yeah. Pick one or the other. Here's a weird one. You're kind to her even if no one's watching. Okay. Well, I would like to think. I'm only mean when no one else is around. That's why she has her friends over all the time. She loves me. Uh, You ask for her opinions. Sometimes. I I don't need to. (laughs) Then it says sometimes. I don't need to ask. I just need to wake up and I'll get them all. (laughs) I mean, mean, opinion of a program that is being watched, uh, the children's behavior, what I am wearing, my like, like, I don't need to Mm -hmm. ask. These are signs that you're a good husband in 1939. You let her drive the car if she needs it. Oh, every time. Have at it, honey. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and you read the newspaper out loud to her. Just oh, my funny. God. Okay. Yeah. Few signs. Guess here. what Garfield said about that lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real knee slapper, honey. A few signs you're not <laughs> a great husband. the world in one place. <laughs> so this is you not being a good husband at this time. Uh-huh. Uh, flirting in front of her. <clears throat> no, but I mean, she goes to the bathroom. It's on. Mm-hmm. You ever have that, that grandparent who just flirted with every single waitress, no matter where you were, and just pissed your great-grandmother off, your grandmother off? <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the time, <laughs> nonstop, like just every line in the book. I like your flair. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been guilty of that without meaning to. Just like you're, you're BSing with the waitress. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just hitting it off, and then right. it's like... Like all you, of a sudden, you're, it's like you, you look turn over. back to the girl you're with. She, just, <laughs> she looks like she's about to kill you. Oh, yes. I've had that many times. Oh, were you hungry, too? I'm sorry, babe. Many times. 
was, one time I was talking about running. It's like, Jesus <laughs> That's Christ. That's sexy. I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to be on neutral territory here. It's not working out for me. Uh, let's see here. Comparing her to your mom or oh. previous wives. God. <laughs> now, talking about how life was so much better before you got married. These are uh, <laughs> signs you're not a great husband. <laughs> not saying excuse me when you burp. No word on the fart here, though. You can uh, I don't say excuse me when I burp, but to me, once you get married, like that, mm-hmm. that stuff's off the table. And criticizing her in public. So those are the reasons you're not a great husband. Hey, wench! Yeah. Now, here... <laughs> you remind me of my mother! Here I get uh, out of the driver's seat! While I'm hitting, I'm the waitress! Yeah. Here are a few signs that you are a good wife by 1939 standards. Well, being that you're looking at us, I would say the first one, that I am female. This is a good wife. You always serve dinner on time. Yeah, that that's that's always good. I am asked, however, at least by 9.30 a.m. what I would maybe want for dinner, I don't know, nine hours later. By 1939 standards, you play an instrument. That's a sign you're a good wife. That's right. Oh, what? You get dressed up for your husband for breakfast. <laughs> for breakfast? For breakfast. What the hell? I'm wearing these pajamas and slippers and tank top bralas for you. Yeah, yeah, right? I'd rather you be in a robe with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth, making bacon and, and curlers. You know what I mean? All the green up. mask on, right? Yeah, I don't care. You're a good housekeeper. You always put the kids to bed. You run any big purchases by your husband first, and you let him sleep in on the weekends. Those are signs that you are a good one. What the hell's happening here? There are no good husbands or wives out there. No. Some signs you're not a good wife in 1939 include not liking kids. Being late for appointments, letting your cold feet touch him under the covers. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yes! That's a great one. Yes! I just want to warm mine up. <laughs> Get a warmer yeah. blanket. <laughs> or put on socks. Damn! More signs you're not a good wife include being a backseat driver, getting jealous, and wearing red nail polish. What? It's just part of the thing. Damn! Only a hoe would wear red. Yeah, look like a whore. My mother's coming over and you got red nail polish on. Jeez. Is that ten is ready by six? She warned me about you. Hello, Matt. Welcome to the men's room. Hold on, bitch. Hold on. Get your cold feet off me with your whore red toenails. Oh, did I startle you? Yeah, with those ice blocks you call feet? They yeah, you caught me off guard. You put them between my thighs while I was asleep. Yes, you startled me. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. So we already determined that we needed to hit about $1,800 an hour to catch up with BJ and Miggs and the $7,311 they got this morning. Mm-hmm. The idea was $1,800 an hour would get us to that point. Right. Just so you know, the first hour, we kind of got a late start. It was $1,100. Correct. So we're already behind the eight ball on this. Correct. Okay. Do we have... Do we have the new total? We do. We for have the four an, o'clock hour. We have an updated total for the three o'clock hour. Any guesses? First off, for the three o'clock hour, God, no. I'll guesses. say sixteen hundred. Miles, any guesses? I get you told to be eleven hundred. Eleven hundred, okay. Ted, any guesses? Uh sixteen oh one. Well, pretty much all three of you guys combined, it's five thousand eight hundred and twelve dollars and fifty six cents. What? We're going live on Facebook right now because yeah, thrill is definitely getting we're, a part we're, of We're at five thousand what now? In the three o'clock hour alone, Miles, we raised five not we, you guys raised five thousand eight hundred and twelve dollars. Oh man. Oh, oh, man. 
pie to the face, bitch. And Bad Choice Friday and Big Macs for here. Oh, we got to hit, we gotta hit, the, oh, that's we gotta right. hit the magic number. That's we right. got to hit $7,500. That right. was a, that's a hell of a power hour hell right yeah. there. Got him some oh, napkins wow. there. I like it. Do you it. realize that the cleaning crew is going to hate us after this? Well, yeah. it's not my fault The people are so charitable, Miles. We're going to have ants <laughs> on, the, on the 14th floor of this building. You ready? All right. Ready to go? Here. Take the pie to the face. Please. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Oh! Oh, God! Yes! Oh, God! Oh, God! How did it feel? It's kind of awesome, dude. Oh, no! I'm not going to That is commitment! Yeah. Uh, yeah. We haven't thought about what we were going to do next, because we still want to play the game known as Big Dummy. Yeah, yeah, give me a second there. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, whiz. Wow! Well, you got lucky. You didn't get it filled up with jelly on that round. I will tell you this. Oh, they're oh, gonna, they gonna hate us. <laughs> so See bad. the wreckage oh, that's behind no. you on the wall over there, Mr. Oh, Hill. No. Oh yeah. my lord. <laughs> well, oh no. Miles, it's for a good cause. I We're know fine. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I can't wait to. <laughs> I can't wait to get this memo. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. That's a big number. Five thousand eight hundred dollars alone in that hour. So that wreck. Where's, where's our total now? So this has got to. This has got to put us. Honestly, if I'm doing my math correctly, we are just shy of $7,000 on those two hours. Are you kidding me? Not at all. That's awesome. All right, we are almost there. Okay, but we need more. Please. Correct. It is Kids so. for Kids Day. We're helping the people at Mary's Place. The idea is this. If you're just joining the program, uh, they're going to give a pair of brand new shoes to kids who are in need. And there are a lot of kids in need. We know these are tough times. We know the families are having a tough times. A lot so more struggling uh, than others. So Correct. if you can give a little bit, please do so. But you got to remember, the winter months are coming and the kids need brand new shoes and Mary's Place is going to let them pick out a reasonable pair of shoes on their own so they can go in there and, and get the brand they want and all those things because that's important. Oh, my God. Oh, God. You are Jeez. a mess, man. Oh, oh man. I mean, he went with we, the gusto. We are in trouble. <laughs> he was like, should I do it here in the kitchen? I was like, do it here. And I was yeah. like, oh, man. Oh, man. We got Maybe we should move it out to the kitchen for the next round. For the next round. round. Sure, yeah, let's take this mess on tour. Idea. At least there's no carpet and things like that. I wasn't thinking it through. All right, that's okay. Hey. You, you Kids are getting the shoes. That's the most you important thing. Please go to KISW.com and uh, and donate if you can. We're going to try to hit $7,500. That will beat BJ and Miggs. That way we'll bring back Bad Choice Friday. Not only that, uh, we'll do that on, on behalf of Ryan Castle and make it honorary. We'll call it Ryan Castle's Bad Choice Friday. That's fair. Yeah, That's and not fair. only that, but uh, Sergeant Hair Club said that he was going to come into the studio, and although he rarely eats meat and rarely goes to McDonald's, he's going to have a Big Mac, fries, and a large shake, and also play video games. So this is going to be an amazing day. What do we got there? Oh, man. Yeah, somebody missed a good point. I should apologize. It says, Thrill, it's offensive that you're in whiteface. You know what? You're right. I wasn't thinking it through. This is going to come back to haunt me now. All right, the uh, the game is big dummy. Let's see if we can get a brand new contestant. We got a pick, pick from the hat. Right. Say, oh, we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Sorry, man. We, I told you we got a lot going on today. Yeah, we, gotta, we have to keep up with it. Next victim here. Are you ready? Yes, Drum please. roll, please. Coming out straight from the bucket. That way that you guys all know that we're not cheating over here. Here we go. Hang on. I got it. Oh, Doug, got it. It's me again. Oh, yeah. 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 Mike Hawk. Yeah. We'll take a, a pie to the face during the shot of the day. We really should have brought booze in here today. <laughs> this would have been the day. Right? Yeah, go during the break. Okay, okay. and who's Who? throwing said pie? Oh, be kind to me. It is. Miles Montgomery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Redemption. All right. Now go harder than Steve did. Oh. Just so we can get more, uh, more spewage. All right, the game is Big Dummy 206-421-ROCK. Who's our next contestant ready to play the big game? Hello, Brandon. Welcome to the men's room. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Hola. Brandon, are you sober or not sober? Unfortunately, I'm sober. That's all right, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, our men's room poll. You're a kid. You get to pick out your own shoes for a change. Will it be light-up shoes, Heelys, tennis shoes, or boots? I'm going to go with Heelys, man. Heelys is coming on strong today. Okay. You think you could rock them without breaking anything? Uh, Back in the day, yeah, but I don't know about these days. Okay. All right. Uh, let me ask you something, Brandon. You never hit yourself in the face with a cream pie. No, sir. If you do, don't go with as much gusto as I have. <laughs> is it tasty? Dude, Did it you looks- get to taste any of it? Here's the problem. It is delicious. I feel like Scooby-Doo at the end of the credits where he's licking his face. But I, I will tell you this. If blood were white, it looks like someone walked in with a shotgun and blew my head off. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, the right. wall behind. <laughs> this is good times. Oh, it's up on the bed. Oh, it's everywhere. It's absolutely <laughs> everywhere. This is helping or hurting. Oh, man. Don't do that. Draw a D in it, man. <laughs> Just put a- hey, shout shout out to Mary's place though. They're doing a good thing for the kids. Absolutely, they, they, they are, always man. do. They're doing uh, they're doing even more. Good lord! All right, so uh, what? By five o'clock, we're hoping to get eighteen hundred more. We have to. All right, all right. We can't even get up that high. Ted just drew a penis in the <laughs> in the whipped cream that's on the window. <laughs> how did this? Oh, I oh. see how I got that. Hey, it's for a good cause. That's right. All right, Brandon. Here you is you know what? Your, no one what? comes in here anymore anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, we can. I mean, we can put up centerfold pictures. I don't even no know why I'm wearing pants. Yeah, I haven't watched that HR video yet. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing is, Mike and I have to see the guy. We see him every night. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, he's a real nice guy. Too. And he's, he's super friendly. He, he won't is, be he, tomorrow. And he's not tall enough to get up. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody got a twenty? <laughs> we you know should typically. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll throw in a little money for him. All right. All right, there. We're going to bribe the cleaning guy. All right, Brandon, here is your question. (laughs) What kind of berry do you get when you cross a blackberry and a raspberry? A boysenberry. Yeah, boysenberry. That really is. Yeah. Did you actually know that or was that a guess? a boysenberry and a marionberry? Yeah. Huh. I I was going to guess marionberry. I was going to say marionberry, too. Hey, uh, Mike... I guess some people missed a video of me smashing myself in the face. Don't worry, I've shared it. It should be. If it's not up there right now, it'll be on the KISW Facebook page. All right, so leave me alone about it. It'll be up there. You're not going to believe where the whipped cream goes. It It is amazing. It is. Ever, I mean, I'm blown away how hard you slammed that into your face. I will say this. My nose hurts. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and before we get there, I should point out this particular shot of the day. Brought to us by our very own Robin Fox. <laughs> and keep in mind, her name is Robin, so she knows everything about every other bird. That's a true thing. True and thing. fox. And, 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 and foxes and birds. She knows everything about it. And today, we chose five parrots from Lincolnshire Wildfire, uh, Wildlife Park in Lincolnshire, England. Now, the wildlife park, it's already home to over 1,500 parrots. So when they had the opportunity to adopt five more, they figured, what better place? Well, they got the birds about six weeks ago, but I don't know if it's for COVID reasons or whatever. The birds had to quarantine together for a few weeks before they could be put on public display. Well, the day came. They're finally ready to be publicly seen. And within 20 minutes, park employees were informed 
that the new parents had sworn at a customer. And then, five minutes after that, these parents hurled obscenities at a group of people. They even insulted a woman's weight. And once these parents start cursing, apparently they don't stop. The way it's described is this. One parent will swear, right, drop an F-bomb. The other parents mimic laughing. But that encourages the next parent to swear. And then they all respond by laughing. And they hot potato cursing. And what they do, so F-bomb, ha, ha, S-bomb, ha, ha. This goes on and on. Understand, they don't stop once they start. Now, the people that worked at the Wildlife Refuge, they, they knew that these parents had a proclivity to curse. They just didn't think they would curse this much for this long. They have now been taken off of the public display. They will be uh, put back out for the public, but these particular five parents can't be together. However, they do offer up the fact that they recognize that even though they're going to put them in separate areas so they don't encourage each other, there's a very good chance that they're going to teach the other parents around them to swear. Mm-hmm. So it started with five. And I mean, think about it. You walk I in, think this is a, this is Daddy, a crime. look at the parent. They F- should be able you. to stay together. Uh, look, uh, if uh, they uh, just want to make it like a poker game, that's fine. Well, that's what they described. They said it sounds like an old men's club. They just cuss and laugh and cuss and laugh. They think it's funny, but they understood they had to take it out Did of the Did they public. know each other before they put them together in the, in the cage? I, I don't think so. The way the story reads, it just happened that these five parents became available. They weren't like a, a package deal. But they put them in their little quarantine, and whichever one knew how to cuss basically taught the other ones how to cuss. And then they responded with the fake laughter, and then that becomes their cue to keep going. And they won't stop. So everybody that came in to check these things out, they're getting cussed at, you're getting insulted. I'm paying more. I would drop. If they, if they yes. double the cost of the ticket to get in there, I'm paying. I'm going to go, and I'm only going to go, and then I'll check out everything else after the fact. I don't care I'm about beelining it to these guys. Well, they said a lot of people have shown interest in coming to see the parrots. The problem is they got to figure out a way where this is a wild park or wildlife park. Maybe no so kids kid, allowed. That's what they're trying to figure out. We need... Again, the wildlife employees are not against the idea of the parrots cussing. They said, look, it's very funny to us. Most of the customers found it funny, but customers that had children did not find look, it look, look, so if, funny. If, if you had an uh, an all-ages exhibit, like maybe the monkey is masturbating. Maybe the parrots are cussing at you. You know what I mean? Like at the time, you just make it a, a call. Like is this 18 and over or is this 18 and under? You know what I mean? You can either get in or you can't, depending on the feistiness of the animal. That day. Or make it something where they... You know, you could go to the Woodland Park Zoo, and these five parrots you've heard about are there. you got one month to see them. Here they are. They're going to berate and insult you. Then they go to the San Diego yeah, Zoo, yeah. whatever, It's like right? the independent video store. They had a curtain, and there was a little room in the back. You, you knew what, what was going on. Kids aren't walking in there. Mommy, where's that man going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's drink. We pour this booze. That's your neighbor. And we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.